Hi, I'm Clay Nelson. I'm an old guy. I'm 76 years old. I'm doing a podcast now on forgiving on your feet. And it's really aimed at people that are over 60 years old. If you got some youngins that follow this and understand what I'm about to go through, that's fine. But really, it's all about folks that are have had a few years to put a lot of stuff in their head and it's really, I'm going to talk about it's time to dump a lot of stuff that's in your head because it's just not true anymore. Uh, so as I said, I'm 76 years old. I've been coaching for over 40 years and uh, I've been coaching businesses and life balance before life balance had a name life balance. I've been found, I found that doing podcasts is a great way to share my experiences. And the reason I'm doing it is uh, I've noticed that a lot of white hairs with a tremendous amount of experiences are going to see the Lord without sharing what they know. So I decided I was going to put everything I know into podcasts and give it out for free as much as I can until the Lord takes me. And uh, I don't think he's going to take me for a long time. So you guys get to hear what I have to say until that time comes. So I've got already, I think, 60 or 70 podcasts I'm going to do on every topic you can imagine. So you guys better get ready. So again, I also want to say if I can do what I'm doing with shaky hands and a voice that's changing, and I was already pretty nuts. So anyhow, you know, if I can do what I'm doing with, with the disease I've got, and then you can do just about anything too. So come on, just get out here and play and kick some butt. I'm not letting it stop me. Uh, I do need to rest a little bit more than I used to. And uh, I've got a great wife. Susan is taking wonderful care of me. She makes me eat right, makes me take naps and takes wonderful care of my bulldog. Takes good care of me too. So, you know, I can't really complain. I mean, I could, but just a waste of time. So again, this podcast is on forgiving on your feet. And where the name comes from is I was doing a speech in Tennessee probably, oh gosh, 10 years ago. And I had a full house, had about 4,500 people in this huge room. And I had two big screens up and I had a Lubelier mic on. I was standing up on stage. This is when I was a star, you know, I was big time. And I was getting ready to speak, and this guy about I don't know, 25 rows down, or you know, out in the audience, raises his hand and stands up and wants to talk. And I said, sure, what do you got to say? And he stood up and started berating me, telling me what a bad guy I was, and he didn't buy anything I was saying and everything else, and I just let him go. He talked for about, I guess, two or three minutes, which seemed like hours, and I just let him go. And he just went until he was stopped and asked him, there's anything else he wanted to say and he stopped for a minute went silent said no and I said well can you sit down let me talk now and he said yes he could and so he sat down and I turned around once and said well that was pretty cool wasn't it and the whole audience applauded and my point was is I didn't get mad I didn't fight with him I didn't argue with him I just let him say what he had to say and what I want you to learn out of that is that most people don't let the aggressors say what they have to say. What I learned was, is if you just let whoever's mad at you say what they have to say, they run out of mad. 
they get to say what they have to say and they get complete and life goes on. And I learned it was true. I've been told that by my dad, but this is the first time I got to experience in a life situation that really meant something to me. So I've been teaching it ever since. So it's like, wow, pretty cool. How can I apply that to my life and my teachings? So uh, when I talked to him afterwards, he said, you know, I'm not mad at you anymore. So you, so I said, then cool, then you vented. You cleared it. He said, yes, I did. I said, well, how long have you been holding on to all that? He said, oh, I don't know, probably three or four years. I said, you've been mad at me for three or four years? I said, wouldn't it be neat if you just called me up three or four years ago and got rid of it back then? He said, yeah, but I didn't know how to do that. I said, well, here's my card. I got my phone number on it. Next time you get mad at me, just call me up. Be fine. He just laughed and walked away. So all I'm saying is, wouldn't it be cool if instead of storing stuff that does us absolutely no good, that we learned how to get rid of it as soon as possible so our brains are open enough to get what we don't know? called the future. The future, ladies and gentlemen. Now, my point of today's podcast is, is for you to understand that the mind is only big enough to handle so much stuff. And it's our job to clear out the stuff we don't need anymore. The untruths, the disbeliefs, um, the stuff we don't need, stuff we don't need to use anymore. So we make room for what we don't know to show up and we can put new stuff in our heads. Excuse me for a minute. That's, this is what I like about being 77. I can sit on my porch in my rocker, B77, and blow my nose in the middle of a podcast. Ta-da! And I don't care what anybody thinks. So it's all about understanding how to play the game of life. And I wish I could have learned what I now know sooner and used it sooner, but I didn't, so now I'm going to teach it. And what I'm saying is, you have to learn to forgive mostly yourself. I'll say that again. You have to learn to forgive mostly yourself. And the purpose of forgiveness is to make room in your head so what you don't know has a place to land. So you can learn what it has to say to you so you can use it in your life before the Lord takes you or before you make another mistake like you've done earlier in your life. You know how you made a mistake earlier in your life and you go, oh darn, why did I do that? I have no idea why I did that. I shouldn't have done that. And you're standing there and you go, I know better than that. Why did I do that? It's because that's what it took to wake you up. Have you ever said something or done something at the second you said it, or the second you did it, you go, well, there I go again. Shouldn't have done it, shouldn't have said it. And I mean, it's instantaneous. And it gets branded in your head to where you never do it again. Wouldn't it be cool if you didn't have to do it at all? And you can actually set that up so that happens, so you don't have to do it at all. Now, what you gotta do though, is you gotta forgive yourself for having done it the first time because you needed to do it to learn it. That's just the way it is. It's called a mistake. People learn from mistakes. They rarely learn from doing it right. 
So when you're teaching people things, you need to leave, let them make mistakes and let them learn. See, that's why control monsters don't make good leaders. When you're telling people what to do all the time, they go brain dead. Oh my gosh, what a surprise. They're asking questions all the time and they wear you out because you're giving them answers. And guess what? You don't ever get to be gone. You have to be there all the time. You can't be on vacation without your phone. Your wife never gets to see you. Your kids don't get to know who you are. Guess who did that for 15 years of his career? Me. I'll tell you a lot of, a lot of stories about my career. All the places I screwed up. Let me tell you, I got stories you wouldn't believe. I made a ton of money, but I almost lost my wife. Yeah, I was so cool, I almost she almost divorced me because I was doing so many things for so many people, except my own family. What a dork. But she waked me up just in time and saved me. Anyway, enough about how great she is. Now, where I am is, is how do we make room in our head? How's that done? Frontal lobotomy doesn't work. Frontal lobotomies make you dumb. So how do you choose to make room in your head? Well, first of all, you got to get a sense of humor about some of the goofy stuff you've done in the past. And you need to laugh it out of your head. You need to make stories up about it and tell other people about it so they don't do it. You need to teach the bad stuff you've done to other people so it gets out of your head into a story you teach with. Right? That's number one. Number two. You need to stay aware of the goofy stuff you've done, all right, by teaching it, so you don't do it again. If you don't stay aware of it, it'll sneak up and kick your butt again. That's what bad stuff does, by the way. So, uh, the third thing is something I can't remember, so that's just what happens when you're old. Aha! It'll, don't worry, it'll come back in paragraph 7 someplace. I'll remember it. Now, uh, oh, by the way, I might lose a page of my notes sometime somewhere. Don't worry, it'll just be a long space where nothing happens. It's me looking for my notes, so don't worry. Now, so what do you do when you're sitting someplace and your head's empty because you've done a good job emptying out all the space in your head and you're waiting for stuff to just show up because you made room for it and nothing's showing up? How do you handle doing nothing? Whoa! Because in the past, doing nothing is where fear gets in here. I can't do nothing. The monster's going to get me. It's like being a kid again, and you stand at your bedroom door, and you crack open your bedroom door, and your mom forgot to turn on the hallway light, and you open the bedroom door real little bit, and you look down the hallway, and it's dark down there, and you, you got to go to the bathroom. you got one hand on your pee-pee, and you're holding your pee-pee so you don't leak. You're looking down the hallway, oh God. And you look down the hallway, you look down there, you for sure you see a monster standing right by the bathroom door. Oh God, it's either going to leak or you're going to get eaten. Which one are you going to do? Isn't that amazing? Pretty good story, huh? Yeah, I wonder who that happened to. <sighs> anyway, so what are you going to do? What do you do with empty space? Here we go. You ready for the answer? You create. You make up stuff. You go back to being a teenager. You go back to being seven, eight, nine, ten years old, and you make up stuff. Except as an adult, 
You make up good stuff. You make up stuff that the world needs. You make up leadership stuff. You make up being nice. You make up making a difference in the world. You make up making a difference in your family. You make up new kind of hugs. You make up making money. You make up paying off debt. You make up being good. You make up exercises. Oh my God, did I say that? You make up getting healthy. You make up quit drinking. You make up quit doing drugs. You make up being nicer. You make up teaching people how to be great. You make up all the kinds of things that you thought you'd never make up in a million years you start making up. You make up asking people to be on your team. You make up how to be religious. You make up how to give yourself time to read the Bible. You make up all the stuff you know you should have done but haven't. There, how's that? Is that enough? I can give you some more if you want. I've been thinking about all the things I haven't done in the last 77 years. And boy, there's a lot. I mean, I'm a Vietnam vet. I've killed people. Ooh, it's terrible. I've done all kinds of things in the name of the United States of America. And believe me, I don't think there's any better place than the United States of America. And the United States of America has made some huge mistakes. But they're mistakes. It's not intentional. At least I don't think of them that way. So it's all about forgiveness. You have to forgive, 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 forgive. Don't get tongue-tied doing it either. And move on. Your job is to always be standing in forgiveness and giving people room to make their mistakes, learn, and teach. All right? It's what I call LGT. Learn, grow, teach. You learn something, you grow with it, and you teach. And as soon as you teach, that's a form of giving it away. You make room, you grow, you teach. LGT. Write that down, ladies and gentlemen. LGT. Learn, grow, teach. Okay? So it's really fun. It's really fun. You know, I always love to give somebody something and then stand back and watch and see what they do with it. And if they don't get moving, I give it to them again so they don't know it's the same thing. It's a game you play. You play it with people that never thought in a million years they'd ever be doing what I got them doing. You start believing in themselves and they take off like a rocket. Then you got to make sure that the rocket they take off on doesn't hurt them. So there's a lot of responsibility in growing people up. It's no different than growing kids up, except adults get in bigger trouble faster. Ta-da! Sound familiar? Ta-da! Now, as you get older, looking forward to sitting on the porch and doing nothing, if that's what you want to do, boy, the world's in big trouble. Uh, sitting on the porch and just doing nothing, you're going to get sick faster, your body's going to atrophy. You're going to have to go to more doctors. You're going to take more pills. You're not going to be able to pick up the shotgun and shoot any birdies. You're not going to have any fun. Oh, and by the way, sex goes to zero. Remember, if you don't use it, it ain't going to work anymore. So it's all about living in your head or, quite frankly, getting out of your head, make room for what you don't know yet. And guess what? You never stop learning and growing. Learn, grow, teach. Learn, grow, teach. Now, there are those that say, well, I can sit on my porch in my rocking chair and just read. Great. Who are you going to teach what you read to? Who are you going to give away what you learn to? Who are you going to share what you learn with? Kids. Next generation. I mean, I'm not happy with what the next generation, what I'm giving them. And the next generation, if that were, I'm giving them. 
And there's not a whole lot I can do about it at this age. We have really, if you will, screwed things up. Ah! It's really pretty, uh, it's a little bit of a mess in various regions of what we're going to give them and what they're going to have to deal with. I'm not happy with what I'm giving my kids. And I am responsible. I am responsible. I did it. The way I voted, what they did with it, what I stood back and let happen, what I didn't scream about, should have, a lot of should haves in there. So here we go. How big do you want to play? And this is where you got to get real squared away and take a look at what you want to be responsible for and quit saying, well, the other guy will do it. Don't worry, they'll take care of it. They won't take care of it unless you hold them accountable for taking care of it. So how are you going to do that? You're going to have to participate. Participate in what? Whatever you want. Hello? Pretty cool, huh? So, how do you learn what you want to be responsible for? You have to forgive them. And you have to learn what you want by reading, by participation, by listening, by looking at what's happening and uh, deciding what you want to go after, what you want to be behind, what you want to speak yourself for, what you want to stand up for, and then go stand up for it or take your rocking chair to the meeting and go rock, and rock, go rock your rocking chair right up there in front. Let them know. Listen, white hairs, although they don't look tough, but they're tough and they're listened to. White hairs are listened to. People don't like messing with white hairs, especially if they have a cane. <laughs> so white hairs have a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience behind them. So no, you are powerful, but you have to use your power. If you don't use your power and use your intellect and use your experience, the world is going to be missing a lot. Now, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, the white hairs are passing away without giving back their knowledge. And I'm doing my best to wake them up and say, hey, you can't do that. You've got to give back any way you can. Stand up and speak, do podcasts, write a book, get in your church and stand up and speak. Ask the preacher to move over. Get, get up on the podium with the microphone and talk about whatever you got to talk about. Believe me, you'll be listened to. At least not listened to, you're going to be gossiped about. But you're going to start a conversation that's going to make a difference, I guarantee it. And if you got something to say, your hair is not white, dye your hair. Ta-da! you got to be unstoppable nowadays. People are a little bit confused. They need to get grounded in a direction. I didn't say what direction, but in a direction need to help them choose what they want and let them go get it. All right? You got to make sure that they understand that the Lord's behind them. And there's a lot of good people that need a little bit of direction. So let's go get them and give them some direction. Now, I got some stuff I want to read to you. It's all about they're gathered over maybe, I don't know, I guess it, I could say easily 50 years of coaching that things have been given to me that make sense. And it all addresses what you could give up. And it's about making room in your head. So here we go. Gossip. Gossip is any conversation you have with a person who has no power in the resolve of an issue. 
Gossip, any conversation you have with a person who has no power in the resolve of an issue. What do you think of that? Okay. Oh, here's a poem that a student wrote me. Pretty good, but I don't think I ever read it. Uh, let me see. Oh, here's a good one. Here's the license to make mistakes. You know, a lot of people have made some pretty big mistakes in their lives, so they've gone silent and they're just sitting there waiting to die. I request you knock that off, stand up, scream your brains out. If you've already made big mistakes, so now you don't have to worry about making mistakes. Get up and make some more. Plus, if you're white-haired and over 75, what are people going to do? They can't put you in jail. People, people don't usually go to jail over 75 because they have to feed you and doctor you and take care of you and rub your feet and keep the circulation going and everything else. They don't want to do that, so they won't put you in jail. All right. I hear you. This one's called The License to Make Mistakes. The holder of this license is authorized to make an unlimited number of mistakes. <laughs> God, this was given to me 22 years ago. This permission includes, but is not limited to, errors in judgment, misinterpretations, misstatements, asking inappropriate questions, clumsiness, slips of the tongue, indiscretions, and oversights. Well, that already covers me now. This license is valid until the holder no longer makes mistakes. Well, this covers me all the way to death. If lost, this license need only be re referred to in order to maintain its rights. This license includes errors in spelling, usage and grammar with reasonable limits. Oh, I wonder what those are. However, once discovered, these errors should be corrected whenever possible. Well, that means ask Susan. By the way, I've been together with Susan for over 45 years, and she is without doubt the greatest woman I've ever met in my life. She's also beautiful. By the authority of the document holder, Clay S. Nelson. And the S stands for super, super guy. Or something like that. Okay, now this is a good one that I chose. It's a long one, but it fits. Because us old guys got to get a sense of humor back because us old guys have gotten way too serious. A lot, a lot of problems with white hairs is they've lost their sense of play. They've lost their sense of humor. They're way too serious. And, and all due respect, rightfully so, because you're really disappointed with the way the world has gotten to, or what the world has gotten to. So, this one is titled, The Certificate of the Right to Play. And if you want a copy of this, all you got to do is send me an email. I'll be more than happy to email you out a copy. So, The Certificate of the Right to Play. Buy this certificate and know you that Clay S. Nelson is a lifetime member in good standing in the Society of Childlike Persons and is hereby and forever entitled to i to put my glasses on for this one. Now remember, this is 26 years old when I got it, and I don't know how old it was when it was initiated. I'm entitled to walking in the rain, jumping in mud puddles, collecting rainbows, smelling flowers, blowing bubbles, stopping along the way, building sandcastles, watching the moon and the stars come out, saying hello to everyone. Um, 
going barefoot, going on adventures, singing in the shower, having a merry heart, reading children's books, acting silly, taking bubble baths, getting new sneakers, holding hands and hugging and kiss, dance, hugging and kiss, that's a good idea. Flying kites, laugh and cry for the health of it. One wander around, well, that'd be neat. Feel scared, feel sad, feel mad, feel happy, give up worry and guilt and shame, stay innocent, say yes, say no, say the magic words, ask a lot of questions, I do that, yeah. Ride bicycles, draw and paint, see things differently, fall down and get up again. Well, that's not quite so easy anymore. Talk with animals, look at the sky, trust the universe, stay up late, climb trees, take naps, I do that good. Do nothing, I'm doing more of that. Daydream, play with toys, play, <coughs> excuse me, play under the cook. <coughs> God, I'm getting so old. Play under the covers, yeah. Uh, have pillow fights, learn new stuff, get excited about everything, be a clown, have, enjoy having a body, listen to music, find out how things work, make up new rules, tell stories, save the world, make friends with all the other kids on the block, and do anything that, anything else that brings more, let me go to the second page, Happiness, celebration, relaxation, communication, health, love, joy, and creativity, pleasure, abundance, grace, self-esteem, courage, balance, spontaneity, passion, beauty, peace, and life energy to the above-named member and to other humans and beings on this planet. Further... The above-named member is hereby officially authorized to frequent amusement parks, beaches, meadows, mountaintops, swimming pools, forests, playgrounds, picnic areas, summer camps, birthday parties, yes, circuses, cookie shop, ice cream parlors, ho ho ho, theaters, aquariums, zoos, museums, planetariums, toy stores, festivals, and other places where children of all ages come to play and is encouraged to always remember the motto of the Society of Childlike Persons. It is never too late to have a happy childhood. Now, I give that to you all, and I want you to remember that. If you want a copy of this document, feel free to ask for it. I'd be more than glad to send out a copy to you. And if I don't get a thousand requests, I'm going to be really upset, because I know you guys need it. I read that once a week. All right, now here's one for business. The five P's of empowering employees. Empowerment, now there is a word that gets buzzed around a lot. No argument, the most effective and efficient team is an empowered one, but, uh, but how do you get there? there? There are the five P's of empowerment. Purpose, first know the, the company's goals. Then share them with your staff. Well, you know, with Parkinson's disease, I'm shaking so much now, I'm, I'm in 
between the second and third degree of Parkinson's disease. I'm shaking so much now it's hard to read. Um, it's amazing. Hmm. This helps him think about and take on new challenges. It actually get, helps him take on more ownership. The next word is permission. Give employees permission to make decisions and take risks. More ownership. Protection gives employees safe environment for taking calculated risks. Part of growing is learning from their mistakes. Yeah, see, there it is. Staff or anybody learns more from mistakes than doing it right. Challenge them to change the status quo and back them up when the risks don't turn out. There it is. Proficiency. It's the manager's responsibility to train and create the right teams. Encourage your staff to think as the owners of their own careers and to keep you informed of any needs they may have in doing their jobs better. And then the last one is payoffs. Teams need to know their work is appreciated and recognized. This is, this is the one that's dropped out A number one the most in every coaching group I've ever worked with in 50 years. That recognition should be given every day, not just once a year at appraisal time. Um, let me just say this. A raise in pay does nothing. In it. What's needed for people that are doing better is acknowledgement, especially in front of their coworkers. Acknowledgement lasts forever. Pay raise doesn't do jack. Okay? Now, this one I saved to last because I'm already at 29 minutes and I'm going to get in trouble with the purveyors here. But I'm 77 and I don't care. Ta-da! Now, a few of life's unanswered questions. Now, I want you to listen to this and just consider what I'm reading you. Okay, you ready? Why is it considered necessary to nail down the lid of a coffin? <laughs> Pretty good, huh? Okay. Why does the sun lighten your hair and darken your skin? Why can't women put on mascara with their mouth closed? Why doesn't glue stick to the inside of the bottle? Why don't you ever see the headline, Psychic Wins Lottery? Why is abbreviated such a long word? <laughs> Why is a boxing ring square? Why is it called lipstick if you can still move your lips? Why is that doctors call what they do practice? There's a thought. Why is it that rain drops but snow falls? Well, I don't know who thought these up. Why is it that when you're driving and looking for the address, you turn down the vinyl on the radio? That's a good one. Uh -huh. That's what I do. Why is lemon juice made with artificial flavor and dishwashing liquid is made with real lemons? Why is the man who invests all your money called a broker? Good point. Why is the third hand on a watch called a second hand? <laughs> Why is the times of the day with the slowest traffic called the rush hour? Why is the word dictionary in the dictionary? Why isn't there a special name for the tops of your feet? 
I had to think about that for a minute. Why is there a mouse-flavored cat food? Ah, that's a good one. Why can't they make the whole plane out of the same substance that a little indestructible black box is? I gotta read that one again. Why can't they make the whole plane out of the same substance that the little indestructible black box is? That's a good one. Oh, here you go. Now listen to this one. Can fat people go skinny dipping? Ha 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 ha, that's a good one. Uh, why do you need a driver's license to buy liquor when you can't drink and drive? <sighs> okay, now, this one, this is going to be the last one. It's the best one. It's supposed to grab you by the heart. It does me every time I read it. It's called Hugging. So here you go. Listen to this one. Put this one in your life. Hugging. It helps the body's immune system. It keeps you healthier. It cures depression. It reduces stress. It induces sleep. It's invigorating. It's juvenating. It has no unpleasant side effects. Hugging is nothing less than a miracle drug. Hugging is all natural. Hugging is organic, naturally sweet. No pesticides, no preservatives, no artificial ingredients that are 100% wholesome. Hugging is particularly perfect, or not, pardon me, hugging is practically perfect. There are no movable parts. There are no batteries to wear out, no periodic checkups. It is low in energy consumption, high in energy yield. It is inflation-proof, non-fattening, no monthly payments, no insurance requirements, theft-proof, non-taxable, non-polluting, and of course, fully returnable. Now, isn't that cool? Hugging. Think of that, you guys. Now, I want you to know I've had a blast doing this podcast this time. It's not my normal 30-minute podcast on a single topic. It's all about y'all understanding that you've got to forgive yourself and forgive everybody else so you can make room in your head so what you don't know has a place to land and you get to grow. Learn, grow, teach. LGT. So thanks for listening today. It's been my pleasure to share with you. If you'd like more information, excuse me, if you'd like more information on forgiving on your feet or other leadership skills, please go to my website, claynelsonlifebalance.com. You'll find numerous ways to help you and your company grow both in your business and your personal life. I'm also available for a 30-minute discovery session that you can schedule through my website. Just go to claynelsonlifebalance.com and schedule, or you can email me at claynelsonlifebalance.com. I'm Clay Nelson. Thank you for listening. Until next time, have a great week, and I'd love to hear from you. Take care, y'all.